You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening, as laughter can be infectious. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Good morning, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Alan Gelman. I'm here live and in person. Uh, if you have a camera on, well, we did before. I looked like the Michelin Man, eh, Brian? You certainly did, and it's nice to have you back in studio, Al. Thank you very much. Um, I think it's called a, a cervical pillow of some kind. Um, yeah, I got some crushed nerves, and it ain't fun, but the show must go on. But it is funny to look at you with that collar on. Not half as funny as the people who drove past me going down the Don Valley going, what the hell's that guy wearing? How can, how can he drive like that? And, oh, I hope my wife's not listening, because I promise to take it off. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, well, we've got a great show lined up. As usual, we've got Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. Say hi, Amy. Good morning, everyone. Amy it's a is... pleasure to be here. Exactly, and it's great to have you in studio because it's always been on the phone, eh? Yes, it's enjoyable to actually put a face to everyone now. And I actually came up and hugged them all. I'm like, hey, I'm so excited to see you all. I think she's just making that up in terms of <laughs> putting a face to the name. You know? Yeah, I, th- I think so. They weren't all, like, beautiful. Uh, you know? we, we, we all have faces for radio, right? <laughs> yes, we do. Is my makeup okay, by the way? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> all right, we've got Dan McTague on. You know, he's the gas wizard guy. He's going to tell us, well, he's going to explain to us whether gas is going up or down and perhaps why and how Mr. Ford has made a promise. We'll have to find out if that's a short term or long term. And we've got Michael McKnight, actually. He's from a company called RVEZ, or RVZ, I think we should call RVZ, it. RVZ, I think, is, uh, and, and it's a really cool company. If you want to rent an RV of any kind, mm-hmm. whether it's a trailer or, or you know, one that you drive, or, or they've got other options, as he'll discuss, it's a really cool offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a matter of fact, if you've never been had a trailer before, and, and of course, because of the uh, pandemic that's been going on forever, um, you know, you couldn't go to a hotel, you couldn't leave, but now, you you know, you could use it. And, and RVing has picked up ex- so, it's gotten so popular nowadays because it's safe. You know, it's your own family in the vehicle and uh, you don't have to worry about it. And you can go anywhere, right, Amy? Absolutely. And the best part of RV Easy is if you do own your trailer and you don't want to use it or that weekend, you can throw it on their website and they'll rent it out for you and everyone will be there and you can rent it out so you can make money while still owning your own trailer. Yeah, very much so. Like, uh, there's a car rental company that likes that as well. Brian, you used to go with that one? Yeah, the Turo. I had a car on, uh, on Turo, and, and uh, it was the same sort of uh, thing. I, had a, I bought a car so that my son could learn to drive. Uh-huh. I had no need for it. And, um, I, you know, I'm in a, a high-density part of the, the city, so I put the, uh, the car on Turo. And, in fact, it paid for itself within about nine months. 
Well, that's great. I mean, what's the point of paying for it when you can't use it, eh? Exactly. It, it made a lot of sense for me. And, you know, I, I do a lot of traveling and that sort of thing. But, I just, you know, you log in and, and, and tell the customers when the car is available. It made my life super easy. It was an interesting platform. Well, again, like Airbnb. Yeah, very much. Airbnb for cars and RVZ is kind of like Airbnb for RVs. I don't know if you want that same party group, though, who's going <laughs> to trash your house to take your trailer, eh? I, I don't think you want those people renting your, your RV. Well, hopefully they uh, they scope them out beforehand. They, I, th- I think so, right? They absolutely do. So it's not just everyone. There's actually a process that you do with RVZ as well. Okay. So it they're good renters, I'll state, that are going to take out your units. Take out your units. So. <laughs> but in a good way, you mean rent out your units. Just borrow them and go easy on them. Yeah. Well, same uh, thing, which is a problem with uh, loaning your car to somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna suggest that it was perfect. I had, I had several issues with with right. some of the renters, and and uh, you know, that's that's just how it goes. But I think they've gotten better mm-hmm. with that sort of thing. Um, and you know, my in my case, I'm very particular about my cars. I, I the, you know, they're they're always they're always looked after, and I just don't like them being abused. Oh, well, you're one in a million, I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you get in a car and. 14 empty plastic water bottles fall out and go, am I supposed to just leave them on a street or pick them up and throw them back in the car? I don't know. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back with just Brian and me, and maybe Amy's got a couple cents to add. We're going to be talking about inventory and how there ain't any. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We are back. I'm Alan Gelman. Sitting beside me is Brian Max. And, of course, we've got Amy Bradley in studio from Wayfair Insurance. We'll be talking to her a little bit later on in the show. But right now we're going to talk about inventory and perhaps I should say lack of inventory. Brian? Lack of inventory is a, is a problem with dealers, new car dealers everywhere. I mean, it, any time you drive by a dealer, you see that the, the parking lot is empty. Now, does it make a difference whether it's, you know, Japanese, Korean, American, anything? At this point, it doesn't matter anymore because, you know, when when people are are running out of their first and second choices, they're going to their third and fourth choices. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. So, you know, they're, I, I don't want to pick on certain brands, but, you know, the, the, the brands that sit at the bottom of the J.D. Power reliability list, right. those lots are empty too. Wow, that's scary. It, isn't it? Yeah, but people have to realize, I mean, it's, it's a realistic thing. I mean, you know... You have people who just think that every couple of years I like to trade up and get something new, but uh, and there's not anything available. So hopefully, when you go by the dealership, you'll see that. So you're not going to sell yours first and end up with nothing. Uh, go see Amy; she can lend you a horse, perhaps. Yep, you know, or, much. or a farm tractor. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's right. Well, who knows? We might have to move on to horses soon. Who knows? Exactly. But, you know, th- this is this is a, a real thing. And I talk to my friends in the car business, and and, and of course we've had our friends here uh, from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln, and, uh-huh. and it's all the it's all the same thing. So, you know, they they know in advance what they're going to get. They've got VINs that are that are coming, whether it's a month or two away, and they know the specification of the vehicle. But these days, you're going to have to wait months and months and months if you're particular like me, you want a certain car. Right. And I mean, wh- what's confusing to I think a lot of new car buyers if you start looking for a car whatever you're in now the the values have gone crazy exactly and, and you know the, the 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 cars that i have those those values have um have bounced back to what i paid for them several years ago even though i put on tons of mileage on these cars sure i could sell them for the you know the same or more than what i purchased but then the question is what do i get into and then 
I've looked at the things I'd like to, to trade up into. They're difficult to get. And of course, I've got a, it's no longer a buyer's market. It's absolutely a seller's market. So there's no negotiation anymore. And, you know, I've got to take all the stuff that I don't want. And I probably, they probably want me to finance the car as well, which I'm not interested in doing either. All right, so if you have a vehicle and it's still roadworthy, so to speak, there is an alternative. Well, you can maintain it, right, Al? Exactly. Just <laughs> Who take, knew? <laughs> just take care of it. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think it's a win-win situation because, first of all, you're going to be, if you fix that car of yours, oh, let me back up and say, first of all, let's have your shop do an audit. Dave used to call it, you know, uh, a full audit of the vehicle. In other words, I'd do a complete inspection mm-hmm. and have your, your mechanic or your technician look at it. He's going to be able to tell you, you know, what needs doing right now, what perhaps can wait six months, wait, what can wait a year. Mm-hmm. And that'll give you a timeline to either decide when you want to do it or if you want to do it or even to save up the money to do it. That, that's exactly it. And, and I, I remember the first time I brought a car to, to David, that's exactly what he did. And, you know, it was very, you know, appropriate questions. How long are you going to keep this car and, right. and all of that stuff? So, you know, do you want to make that investment in, in this car? On, on the other hand, I mean, you know, we, we all talk about um, being conscious of the environment. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to cars, one of the most environmentally conscious things you can do is maintain your car and keep it on the road rather than sending it off to a graveyard somewhere. Exactly. Mr. Edmondson used to say that, the lemonade guy, you know, keep your old one. Mm -hmm. You know, if they don't have to produce a new one, they're not polluting, they're not doing anything bad. So just hold on to it. So like I say, take it into your shop and just explain to your mechanic that, you know, here's what my plan is or what I I want, think my plan should be. Um, I can't get a new one for at least a year. Um, what am I going to need to, to keep this on the road and to operate it safely? Um, speaking of safely, too, uh, if you do decide to get rid of it a year from now, uh, to get the maximum for your money, you're going to want to retail it. And that means sell that car yourself rather than trading it in, which is the wholesale price of the car. Mm-hmm. So, and, then, and to get the, bat, the, the most money for that vehicle from the, when you're selling it retail, of course, is to clean it up first so it looks nice. <laughs> yes. Probably the most important thing. But the second of all is that you can provide a safety standard certificate so the prospective buyer knows that this should be in reasonable shape so I could be able to get a couple years out of it. Th- that's exactly it. So, you know, now is now is the time to, to really be sort of, you know, planning ahead, being strategic about how you want to deal with your vehicle. And, and you know, with all of mine, I'm, I'm the, I guess, a bit of an anomaly, but I, I like maintaining my cars and making sure they're they're safe because it's, it's not just myself. It's it's uh, my wife who drives the cars and, and my son from time to time. And, and uh, you know, I mean, when you get a 20... 20 something year old son who knows what he's going to do in the car but that, you know nonetheless it's got to be it's got to be safe so i always make sure that we've got winter tires on the cars and 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 new tires for the mm-hmm. summer as well and the brakes are are up and and you know me being a racing driver i'm very sensitive to something going off in the suspension if there's a bushing gone or anything like that but those are you know the those Things like bushings are, are very important, as well as shocks, for example. You know, you, 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 you drive it on the highway and you see a car bouncing on the road. Well, right. what that means is the shocks are gone. And, you know, you may not notice, but, you know, these are things that your mechanic can look out for. But, uh, again, you know, here, like my back issue, not everything is symptomatic until finally something bad happens. So you don't know that there is a problem developing. And you got to get it looked at, which is why you want to get it inspected. Mm-hmm. All right, that was fun. Um, after the break, we're going to be talking to our star, our in-studio star, Amy Bradley, and we're going to talk about Wayfair Insurance and how you got to get it. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. 
Well, I, I try to figure out how much it actually costs me to go here back and forth every Saturday. You know, it's not a pretty sight. It's it's getting to be expensive now, isn't it? Especially when you drive crazy cars like I do. Exactly, exactly. In fact, I, I had to consider that this week. I had to drive out to Mark and I'm thinking, should I drive my old beater, which is a four-cylinder car, right. or the wife's new car, which is a beautiful six-cylinder one? And I thought... Yeah, it's only 10 cents more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to justify it. Dan McTagg is on the phone. He is the gas wizard. How are you, Dan? Hey, Alan. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. And uh, so, is this smoke and mirrors? Is Dougie just throwing us, uh, you know, a, a, a tidbit that maybe we'll vote for him or what? <laughs> well, maybe, uh, but he should have done it before the election, not after. I thought that was the promise he made in 2018, uh, but... Uh, a lot has changed. You, know, you got the. Uh, I'll take it any way I can get it at this point because, of course, our, our federal friends, uh, Justin and gang, uh, now are charging me twelve and a half cents a liter for carbon tax, mm-hmm. fifteen and a half for diesel. So, and even even if you don't drive, you know that four cylinder, <laughs> there, Alan, yes. you may want to you may want to uh, check out the price of groceries because uh, I know everyone's talking about it now. But you and I talked about this back uh, what two months ago, a month right. and a half ago, and I said the price is going to go through the roof for everything as a result, so get ready. No, I know, um, not that I do a whole lot of grocery shopping, my, my wife for the most part does, but I do go out to eat on occasion now that we can, and I was going like, hang on, uh, how come this is like 50 bucks more than it used to be? It's, it's, exactly. it's across the board, I, and you know, in, in, in our house, I actually, I enjoy cooking, so I do the grocery shopping, right, right, and right. all the prices are up on everything. Mm-hmm. I uh, did some uh, what I call uh, uh, a poor man's uh, spam the other day, uh, casserole. It was just uh, throwing in some potatoes and some corn, and then I had to get some uh, old uh, click ham. And the last time I bought some was in September. It was four twenty nine a can. It's now six fifty nine a can. So, uh, boy, even 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 for those of us who want to economize, it ain't working so well. Mind you, I was a little sick afterwards. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think they had hot dogs on special down at the uh, the old In and Out store, though. Uh, <laughs> maybe you want to try those instead. All yep. right, uh, the season is changing, and here's another kick in the arse for uh, what's yep. going on with the price of gas. Winter, summer, what goes on? Yeah, listen, Alan, this is pretty big. Uh, we're looking at a net increase of 8 to $0.09 cents a liter uh, this Whoa. week, either Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. It's got to be one of those three days. Uh, from September 15th until uh, April 15th, we have what's called winter gasoline. Uh, what they, the two elements that uh, they put in gasoline winter that uh, allow your uh, car to fire up a little quicker, butane in particular. Uh, butane is a great little product. Uh, it's very volatile, but you don't want that in the summer. Uh, you get all sorts of interesting uh, problems with your engine, and of course, it uh, can lead to some uh, evaporation into the atmosphere and low VOCs and other things. So uh, I won't get too technical, but they switched that over with something called alkylates. Mm-hmm. And they're extremely expensive, become more expensive this year. So on, as of April 15th, all gas stations must have received and begin to dispense uh, uh, summer spec gasoline. So that is going to mean that dollar, I don't know, you're paying a dollar sixty four point nine at a lot of stations, sixty five point nine this morning, uh, going to one sixty seven point nine tomorrow. By Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, you're looking at about a dollar seventy five again. Well, I guess. And question quickly. I mean, it, it, this seems to have spurred on people's interest in electric. Is, is that going to be our answer? Um, I don't think so. Um, you know, they're a fun drive, as you guys know, but. Uh, sure, I, on a golf I, course. Yeah, on a golf course. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it's still pretty damn cold out here. And, uh, you know, if you're driving up north, you don't see a lot of those vehicles there unless you've got you know, access to a charger. 
I just think the cost is extraordinarily prohibitive, and if, unless you're driving in the city, uh, you're uh, you're taking certain chances. Now, some people who are purists will say this is the way it has to be, and this is the way we're going. I think the technology is not there yet. Not certainly not to displace my 2021 Ford Escape uh, uh, hybrid that uh, gets 920 kilometers of tank full. I can uh, tell you, and it's half price of the equivalent uh, Tesla or whatever you want to call it. I think the technology will eventually come there, but it's not going to come because politicians say. We want to take all ice internal combustion engines off the road by 2020, 2020 or 2035. Uh, there's a cost of being trendy. Just ask the Europeans and uh, what's happening right now in terms of the oil and gas rally globally. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, there are several considerations here. I mean, there's there's the charging infrastructure, which I know as someone who tests EVs and plug-ins regularly, it's simply not there and we're, we're, we're nowhere near where it needs to be. Then on top of that, in the natural sales cycle of cars, it takes 20 years to replace every single car on the road. Absolutely. So, you know, this, this aggressive uh, target of 2030 or 2035 is entirely unrealistic. Yeah, and look, uh, being from the old industry myself, as uh, some of you will know, uh, the, uh, you know, even guys like uh, old Dennis DeRosier would say, you know, uh, 14, 15 years, these vehicles, these internal combustion engine vehicles will last a, long, a lot longer. So, we're going to kick at it a lot further, but I, I think what's happening now is uh, with, with what Russia has done to Ukraine, with Europe, you know, spending a billion bucks every year to finance that because they can't get off this kick of gas and oil and they didn't make their own. I think the world's going to put a bit of a pause button on this idea that we can suddenly shift over. Now, frankly, oil companies couldn't be happier with the with, what's involved in EVs and building them, uh, the polymers, the resins, the asphalt uh, that they drive on to the tires. You're still using a lot of fossil fuels, not to mention what it takes to extract them, not to mention the environmental damage and young kids in the Democratic Republic of Congo who are suffering as a result of having to uh, take cobalt out of the ground. I don't want to get gruesome here, but uh, the reality is that these things are not metaphors for clean alternative energies. I'm I'm well aware of that Dan and and that and, you know that's one of the things that most consumers don't understand the the mining of of uh, rare earths is a dirty dirty business in every way possible. You got it, Brian. I yes, look. Uh, so look, I'm not bad, not negative on this kind of stuff. I think it's great to have them. Uh, you'll know. Uh, many years ago, I worked with uh, some folks who brought in a little car called the Tsunami. Uh, you'll know it today is the Prius. I think uh, hybrids, maybe even hydrogen, might be the next step as opposed to stopping off on electricity. It's not because I'm against them, but uh, as I said, I I suspect that this is more about pushing an agenda, and uh, at the end of the day, it's not much cleaner. Well, as a matter of fact, that company has not really got on the bandwagon in terms of all-electric either, eh? No, they haven't. They're going to try to do it to satisfy the credit conditions. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, these companies wind up paying uh, Elon Musk a lot of money. Right. That's true. Gasoline, but uh, companies like that are saying the next step is hydrogen, or you know that they'll uh, they'll wait they'll wait to say, look. At the end of the day, the consumer is the one who's going to make the, the choices. And uh, while there are competing issues out there, uh, the world has a lot of other things to consider, not just climate change, which is important. Um, but these things are not the way to get there. And at the end of the day. I guess we have to look at the uh, you know the developing world. That's All right. the biggest growth. Dan, we got to run gaswizard.ca for they want to find out about gas price. Yeah, that's the one. And I'm going to take your advice, I think, and go for a hybrid. That's yeah, the way I'm going. For a hybrid, absolutely. I'm, I'm very happy with mine. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend, Dan. Keep up the Take good work. Bye-bye. All right. Super. After the break, we're going to be talking to Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. We're going to talk about RVing and how to insure that vehicle. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance, and uh, this is her first time in the studio. Amy, hi. Hello, gentlemen. Welcome, Amy. Welcome. Thank you. 
I've never been in a studio before. This is kind of cool. Very yeah. neat. Now you can see where the magic is being made. Absolutely. All right. And for those amateurs out there or first timers, there are lots of people who have never owned an RV before or a motorhome or any kind of those vehicles. And, uh, you know, you do have to insurance because bad things happen to good people sometimes, right? Absolutely. And the first question we get is, when do I need to get this trailer or motorhome insured in my name? Okay. You mean like, can I wait until I actually drive it or do I have to worry about it right away? No, you need to not even worry about it right away, but you need to get the insurance before you drive it, your motorhome uh -huh. or you know what, with your travel trailers, when you're hooked up to your car, the liability will extend. Okay. When you unhook, you have no more liability on that anymore or physical damage coverage. So what I always recommend is, and sometimes when you purchase your unit, maybe you purchased it in the fall time, that dealership, and if you're with the ORVDA, your Ontario Recreational Vehicle Dealer Associations, mm -hmm. those dealerships will sometimes hold it for the winter time for you. Okay. So and then So it's they, under their coverage. It's at that under point. their coverage. So right. when they put that ownership in the name, mm -hmm. that's when you need to call us, Wayfair Insurance Group, to make sure you have the coverage. Because I'll tell you um, we have the expertise and the personalized service that you need. We specialize in it. One coverage that you need is we do it on two separate. So mm -hmm. motorhomes obviously are on your auto policy. Right. But we do not insure it like a regular car. So the motorhome, it's done under a recreational vehicle mm -hmm. policy. What's, we, what's the difference though? Well, it's all about your coverages mm -hmm. and your premiums. Okay. Because we know you're not driving this motorhome to work every day, the coverage of getting in an accident is lower. Right, because so you're it, only using it for maybe uh, two dozen times during the whole year. Absolutely. Okay, so why pay for it 24-7? Yes. Right. And with us on the motorhomes, we actually have contents coverage. So we specialize your motorhome coverages for that. So we know you're going to have, it's your home away from home. Let's get, like, you're going to put everything, your pots, right. pans, bedding, sheets. That's all covered within our policies up to $5,000. We also have pet injury too. So if you have an accident, let's say, and your pet broke its leg, we know you have your pets. Your pets are part of your family. They're mm -hmm. going to come with you. And then doing on the travel trailers, fifth wheels, your truck campers, we insure all of those. And it's done on a special policy as well. And we, with this, this is one of the coverages that I'll say is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. We have a guaranteed replacement. So let's say you purchased a brand new trailer this year. Mm, three years from now, a tree fell on it and steamed a total loss. We'll right. purchase you a brand new one. A brand same, new one. A brand new one, same like and kind, despite the cost. So if you purchased it this year for 50000 and then three years, as we see it, the price is all going up, it's going to cost you 100 Doesn't matter. That uh, same like and kind, and you're going to get a brand new one. Which is the opposite, of course, you know, if you have a collision with a car. Absolutely. Because people say, what does that LKQ stand for? Uh, <laughs> that stands for life, like, kind, and quality. But that means that that part could be four, four years old. Mm -hmm. And especially with us, it doesn't have to be a brand new one. Mm -hmm. It could be a used one. As long as you're within the 10 year, you insure it to what one would cost today. So let's say you're out there, you just purchased um, your friend's trailer. It doesn't have to come from a dealership. You purchase your friend's trailer, you're like, hey, can I get a guaranteed replacement? Yes, you can. As long as we insure it to what it would cost today, and then you'll still have that guaranteed replacement. And with us, you know, and if you attach it to your home, 
or your car, you can do that. But just be aware, if you have an awning claim and it's attached to your home, that affects your homeowner policy. Right. Let's say you have it on your auto, which fine and dandy, you can do that too. But let's say you back that unit up into a tree, like my dad did, mm-hmm. um, that is considered an at-fault accident. Right. But dad was okay because I insured him. It's done. We do our trailers on a property policy. Right. So it doesn't affect your home or your auto. Yeah, but you cuss them out anyways. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> so, so he didn't get full protection, eh? No, he didn't. <laughs> There's a little bit of abuse in that in that conversation. Yep. So, and we also include your premise liability. Because uh-huh. as I was saying, when you're attached to your car, right. it extends. Mm-hmm. So we include that for you. So when you're unhooked, because the campgrounds want to make sure you have that premise liability. So even if you have a park model, we have park model coverage geared towards your park models as well. So if you keep your trailer out of park model, a seasonal campsite, I should state, we have that premise liability that the campgrounds want you to have. Well, sure, because, you know, especially if it's a smaller trailer, you know, one of those pop-up style, you're going to park it at the site, you're going to set it up, but then you're going to unhook it from your car to drive into town and go buy groceries. You have to have that separate coverage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And some people forget about that. All right. So uh, wait for insurance. If they want quotes, how do they do that? You can call us at 1-844-929-4768, or you go to our website, wayfarerinsurancegroup.com. Now, a way to spell Wayfair, think you're driving, so uh-huh. it's way far So you're driving way far-er. Okay. So W-A-Y-F-A-R-E-R, insurancegroup.com. Is there another one that's close to that? RVingtips.ca. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of tips. You've been RVing for many, many years. Absolutely. Uh, I, I got a new one last fall, and I want to get it ready for spring because I've got a, a no, uh, you know, let's say an April uh, appointment somewhere, an April reservation. How do I get the car that ready? Well, do you know what? One thing you want to do. So let's say you have it stationary. I'm going to start off with motorhomes first. Mm-hmm. You want to do a walk around. And a lot of people think, oh, you want to make sure there's no falling objects, such as your trees. Those are going to be your worst enemies. Or... Um, when you start it, make sure your catalytic converter's there. Right. A lot of things are happening right now, and they're disappearing. With us, we have that coverage. We're going to cover it for you. Oh, great. Yes. So remember that as well, because we gear, we actually enjoy the lifestyle ourselves. So when you're calling us, we understand. Mm-hmm. And then for your travel trailers, sometimes, let's say you have a parked at a campground, um, you want to do a walk around. And sometimes it's good to call your campground owners, Mm -hmm. if they're stationary, to say, hey, can you do a little check on my trailer? That way, when you get there, when the campground's open on the May 2-4 weekend, it's not a big surprise. And if you do have a claim or anything like that, the first thing you want to do is call your insurance carrier. But make sure you take pictures of it and try to not extend the damage. Mm-hmm. So let's say there's a hole punctured in, a tree fell in it, and it punctured your hole. Right. Cover, take pictures of it, but cover it up with tape. Because the last thing you want is mold and everything getting in your trailer, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Or the campground owner calling you and say, did you have a kitchen window when you parked it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. And with us, one thing that is important when you're looking for insurance mm-hmm is snow load. We have that. So with our trailers, the majority is your all-risk coverage. That's your collision, fire, lightning, hail, windstorm. 
falling objects such as your trees, vandalism, theft, and snow load. And we also include water protection, mm-hmm. which, sorry, Carrie, this is a sister. Like when I t- say we do the lifestyle, we do the lifestyle. We're at a family reunion in Dundalk. One of our kids went to the bathroom. And, you know, kids are very gentle mm-hmm. and really stepped on the toilet. Right. Like the toilet pusher, I'm mm-hmm. going to call it. I don't know the technical term. The flush handle thing? Yep. Okay. And we all went into have dinner for the mm-hmm. reunion, came back a couple of hours later. She opened the door. It overflowed oh. because we oh, hooked no. into, so when you're at a campground, you hook into your water right? or you hook into your electrical. Well, I said, she opened the door. We were all there. And I said, Carrie, that's a pretty crappy situation that happened right now because literally the water fell through. So you know those cartoons? Right. And the water, yeah, that's what happened to her. Oh, no. Right? Mm-hmm. I started laughing. And, but she goes, am I covered? I said, you are covered. But we all made her sleep in our own trailer anyways. No one enjoyed, like, <laughs> 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 no one took the face. So you're covered for that as well. So if it does not, your valve does not close, you're still covered. Well, as you say, you know, you, you, your company is, uh, em, all the, most of your employees are people who have been in the uh, camping business for many, many years. You kind of know what to expect and what uh, things people can run into. Quickly again, what's the phone number or the website? It's one 929 4768 or you can go to wayfarinsurancegroup.com, which is wayfarer. <laughs> or rvingtips.ca. All right, we'll be able to get back to that a little bit later. But right now, next, we're going to be talking to Michael McNaught, and he is from RVEZ, or RVZ, I'm sorry. And um, we're going to talk about, as we referred to earlier, is, well, you don't use yours 24-7. So, hey, if you can rent it out and make some money back, stick around. We're going to have some tips on that, too. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Well, although you don't use your vehicle every day... The uh, the costs are there every day, whether it's insurance or anything along those lines. We've got Michael McNaught here from RVZ.com. How are you, Michael? I'm doing great. How are you this morning? We're doing great. Thank you. Now, you have a tremendous system where you can help people on both sides of the coin, people who want to rent one and people who want to let theirs go out to rent, right? Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. So our, our VZ is a peer-to-peer platform. Really easy to think. It's it's kind of like Airbnb, but, but for travel trailers and motorhomes. Uh-huh. So whether you own a, matter, a motorhome or trailer, you can rent it out, make some money. Or if you're looking for uh, travel this summer, it's, it's a great way to get into the industry, try it out, and, and try some really, really fun you know, travel alternatives this summer. Yeah, I mean, I looked myself on your site, and it was so simple. I mean, you just type it in, and there you go. It's like... What, what are you looking for? You made it so simple. I think the easiest was, how many people in your party? And, and, and you would guide them into what size of vehicle, what type of vehicle they would need. And then you break it down, and all the pictures are there. It's just like if you're going to buy uh, a used car online. It has pictures yeah. of all the vehicles. It shows where they are. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, what makes it really unique and, and, and a great experience is, is you're renting from somebody locally. So, you know, a lot of people, they may be intimidated of, you know, driving a big vehicle or getting into something new. Well, here's a chance to talk directly to somebody who owns that vehicle. They're going to explain how things work, maybe even local places of travel, and they'll throw in the dishes, the linens, everything you need to go on that family trip. So, in other words, if I want to go to Port Perry and that's where we're going to be staying, chances are the owner is going to be out that way, correct? 
It, exactly. And not only that, you want to go to Port Perry, find where, find where you want to go, and you can connect with a local owner, have them drop it off and set it up right where you are. You don't even need to tow it or drive it. You can have it delivered directly to your site and, you know, full service, they'll set it up for you and you just kind of pull up and enjoy it. I guess that's where the easy part of the name came up. That, that, that's right. And what, what I love about RVing are, are kind of the unique opportunities that are out there. I just got back from New York City last night, and we had an RV delivered to Jersey City. We were a, a 10-minute subway ride to Times Square, right? It's just something really, really unique that, you know, hasn't always been around. Yes, I understand. Actually, I worked for a company years ago that rented RVs, and, and I'll never forget. They used to have a lot of people from Holland and, and Germany come. And uh, this, <laughs> these, two, these two ladies showed up, and they told us they were so ticked off because they had got a ticket from the police. And, well, we, we park at Queen's Park. It's a park. We think it's okay to park there because it's Queen's Park, uh, and, and we got ticket. You know, and um, <laughs> at least they didn't tow it away. <laughs> so you do make it simple, like I say. And even you, know, you even showed the map, the destinations. Are you just in the province, or do you, you're right across the country? Oh, we're we're all across North America. So where, oh. whether you want to travel, you know, anywhere in Canada, anywhere in the U.S., we kind of have owners all across North America that are are renting out their RV. And on the owner side, it's a really great way of offsetting the cost of ownership. You know, we provide the full insurance coverage; everything's covered for you. So, you know, if it's sitting around in the driveway for eleven months out of the year, why not rent it out a couple of those months? You know, get a little few extra bucks in your pocket allows you to kind of do the maintenance, make the payments, and kind of justify owning uh, an asset that might be sitting in the driveway for a long period of time. So question, the insurance that you provide is uh, for damage that the renter creates or happens on? Well, it, it, accidents happen, right? Then, right. And that, that's where we provide that coverage that in the event that there is an accident or an insurance claim, it is our insurance that, that covers all that. So it's it's really makes it easy for an RV owner to kind of make money off that asset that, that sits around. And it's all app-based. So we provide, you know, the digital checklist, the check-in, the checkout. Everything's super simple to use. It's RV easy. It's not RV hard, right? That's, 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 that's been our, our model kind of from the beginning is we want to make this an easy, streamlined experience for everybody. Reminds me of a blue movie that I saw years ago. But uh, anyways, um, Brian, you want to take it from there? Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, Mike, when I, when I did go on, on RVZ.com, I noticed a couple of things, how easy it is to use, for one. But it's also the, the pricing of renting an RV is exceptionally cost effective when you compare it to you know something like a hotel or a resort it is it it is uh, it, just the pricing alone makes it very very attractive well, and I think what's interesting is over the course of the pandemic, the RV industry has boomed and there's been the same supply shortages as you see in the car sector um, so the cost of buying one has gone up, but the rental price has actually stayed relatively the same. Uh, so the prices are all determined by the RV owners and the variety that you can get to choose from. It's really endless, whether it's, you know, an Airstream or, you know, the Rockstar bus or a small tent trailer. Really, everything is out there for you to, to try out. Oh, it absolutely is. And, you know, I travel often for, uh, for uh, car racing. And there, there are plenty of occasions where I would love to stay on site rather than driving an hour and a half to a, uh, to a hotel and back every single day. And I think the next time I go to a certain racetrack, I'm going to be renting on RVZ for sure. And, and it's all part of the experience. You go to a racetrack, there's nothing better than being part of the experience and, and, and being in an RV close nearby. We just had a team of our employers just got back from, uh, 
from uh, Virginia at a NASCAR race. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just, it's unbelievable the atmosphere that you get into. It, it really makes it part of the event. Well, indoor plumbing is way better than outdoor plumbing, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, we've got Amy here, and she's got a question. Amy? I do, Mike. How are you doing? I'm it's doing been a great. Long, how are you, Amy? I'm excellent. Long time since I've seen you. But do you know what's one thing that um, when we insure them, people always ask us, they're like, hey, can I rent this out? And if we always rent, send them to you, obviously, but how quick is it for them to fill out the form and to put that right on your website? It, it's really, really simple process. You're talking a matter of minutes. It, it's, it's nice, and especially this time of year, a lot of people are taking their RV out of storage and getting them ready for the, the summer. It, it's just a couple of pictures, a quick description, and you're kind of you're on your way and you're, you're going to be, you're going to be getting those requests kind of right away. And, and where the insurance works, it's kind of similar. If you think of how Uber works is the moment those keys are handed over to your guest, that's when our insurance uh, kicks in and it's fully covered for that duration of the rental. So there's no need to go out and buy any type of commercial policy or extra coverage. It's, it's all covered immediately through us. Now, normally do the people pay you or do the people pay the unit owner? That's the other safety component is everything is transacted through us. So there's, you know, your, your money's safe, that the owner's going to get paid, and that guest is, pays us directly. So it's really the ease and the safety of the transactions all there. It's super smooth, direct deposit into your bank accounts, credit card for, for the guests. It makes it really, really a simple, easy process to do. So you're not going to show up with your family and there's 10 prom queens there, you know. This is our weekend. <laughs> we had it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, All right. No. Again, the name of the website is? It's rvz.com. Uh, you, you can check us out online, App Store, either iOS or Android. You, you can check us out there. Uh, I totally encourage anyone that owns an RV, you know, take a couple minutes, put it up for rent, and just, just start talking to some of the guests and, and, and see what uh, what's out there. Well, thanks for taking the time, Michael. We do appreciate it. Have Thank your- you. Thanks for having me, guys. You're very welcome. Have a great weekend. All right, we got to take a break quickly, and we got a few minutes left. We got Amy had way more to talk about. I don't know how we're going to squeeze it into three minutes, but we'll do our best. And uh, that's it. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. And speaking of Triangle Tires, the month of April, we've got the contest going on at davescornergarage.com. So visit the website, and you can enter to win a set of Triangle Tires as well as a crown application. And the best part is Al at Glen Allen Motors is going to do the tire installation for you. So make sure you go to davescornergarage.com to enter the contest. Should, you want me to call you now when I get to do it? Then the people can meet you too. We could do that. I, I just want to watch you do it. <laughs> well, actually, my famous tire buster is going to be doing it probably. Not you. Either that or my brother. Um, okay. No, not me, especially with, since i only got one arm lately. Mm, that's know? true. <laughs> All right, we've got Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance with some great tips, but Amy's got a going to talk about quickly about a staycation and what that is exactly and how you can get some money back. Amy? Absolutely. The government has come out with this staycation that's now available. So how it works is I want to go out to a campground. I'm going to trail, a travel trailer. I'm going to go out and enjoy myself. The government is actually allowing you a thousand for an individual or two thousand for a family. Mm Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is you get twenty up to 20% of that back. So that's a couple of hundred dollars in your pocket. And right. this goes into your next year's taxes. Right. So you need to keep those receipts. One of the huge things that you want to keep on the receipts and what your receipts must have is the location. So where did you go? What's the city you went to? 
the amount you paid with the HST. Mm-hmm. You need that on there because that's what you're going to get back. And then your campground name and then the date she stayed. So when you're at the campground, make sure that those five points are on there. Mm-hmm. It should be on there. But if not, just make a mental note. And then keep the receipts. Don't be like me and then shove it in your purse or you put it in your glove box and you're like, hey, where did that receipt go? What I usually do, because I am such a good file person, mm-hmm. I have a Ziploc bag. Right. I shove everything in my Ziploc bag and I literally call it 2023 taxes. Mm-hmm. So put it on there and then make sure all of those receipts are in there because you can save a lot of money. Well, for a family, of a family, if, if um, you can claim... Up to $2,000, that's $400 back on your taxes next year, right? Yes, it is. And who doesn't want that money and change in your pocket? You'll need it for your gas next year. <laughs> that's no. true. Well, it's, it's better in our pocket than the government's, that's well, for sure. Yes. And you may ask me, is there a time limit? So if you have a park model and you're stationary at a park uh, campground or anything, you unfortunately cannot have this. It's for going in and out. So it's for a specific vacation or staycation in Ontario. That's exactly it. Your staycation. And you can stay at a campground or um, a provincial park for up to 30 days. 30 days is your limit for it. So if, and that's for like um, a one-time stay. So you can go to a campground, let's say for a month. I don't have that much vacation. Mm -hmm. Wish I did, but I don't. So, you stay, let's go, you go to Log Chateau, which is outside of Fenland. You stay there for a couple of weeks. You keep that receipt. You go to the provincial park. So, you're going to stay at Mew Lake, which I will let you know, Mew Lake in the provincial parks mm-hmm. are open all year round. Oh. So, that's something. And um, they have those units. I forget. The Yurks? They yurts. have Yurks. Yurts. Yurks. There. Yes. There you go. So, they have those um in the spring and the winter Mm -hmm. so you get your air conditioning and you get your heat so that can go towards it too so don't forget about that i have a question yes um now you're putting your wayfair insurance hat on um i'm buying a used motorhome of some kind not say a motorhome because a motorhome you would need a, uh, a safety inspection i think because it's a motorized vehicle yes you do but let's say it's a camper trailer um, you don't need a safety inspection done. Not um, not on your campers. No, and, and from your perspective, in terms of I'm buying something that's five years old and I don't know how it was well taken care of, do I have to get it inspected? And if uh, you're going to say yes, where would that be done? Do you know what? I would go to your closest RV dealer. Uh-huh. Um, your ORVDAs are your specialized dealers. Right. Which ORVD, your Ontario Recreational Vehicle Dealer Associations. Uh-huh. So even if you're, um, let's say you're outside of Peterborough, right? you have great Canadian RV there. Mm-hmm. You can take it in there and they will service it for you to make sure and let you know what is proper and what needs to go wrong. Now, if you are purchasing it used, let's say um, you see it in the next city and right. or it's online or mm-hmm. Kijiji or something like that. What you need to look for when you're going on the outside, you want to look for bubbles. Right. Right where it is, because that's going to show you some water got in between the caulkings. Right. So if you can put your hand on there and feel a bubble, probably not a good idea, friends. Leave that one alone. Or when you're in, when you go in the trailers. Right. And it's a little squishy. 
The floor <laughs> yeah, is a little the, squishy. The floor's got a yeah. little give to it. Yep, yep. You want to just get back out. Go away. Well, no, and I, I and had a similar thing myself with a, an insurance company for my pet where they said this was pre-existing. So in yeah. other words, um, you know, you find out that first time that you're out trailering that, that the, the, drain, the tank wasn't drained properly. It's frozen. It's cracked. Yeah. Insurance company may say, well, hang on. That didn't just happen. You know, that was pre-existing. Pre-existing. And, and we're not going to help you out on that, would That's, they? No, they wouldn't because anything pre-existing, um, when you purchase the trailer, mm-hmm. it won't cover. So you have to have already owned the unit to have it covered. There you go. Some great advice. I uh, appreciate you coming down today. Oh, thank you. Great I'm to have thrilled. you on the show, Amy. Yes. And, and I want to thank Marianne for, uh, I think she drove, didn't she? She did. Uh, she did. I get lost, and I didn't get lost this time. Uh, I want to thank Carlos behind the board. Oh, always a great job. And Brian, thank you. Great to be here. Great to have you in the studio, Al. Uh, and thank you very much. And our pal Steve, who's hiding behind the wall there. Steve, wave, say hi. Oh, we're number one. <laughs> we're Is that all what number you're one. We're That's what he said. One. All right. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Have yourself a great week. Drive safe, and we'll see you next time. This has been Dave's Corner Garage. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.